Hey friends, I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, and this is the Lead Culture Podcast, where I coach you to lead yourself well so you can lead others better. My team and I at the Foresight Group are committed to building confident leaders, extraordinary teams, and thriving cultures. Each week, we'll take a deep dive into a leadership or culture topic that will give you the tools you need to lead with clarity and confidence and build a thriving culture. Well, I am so glad that you are here with me today. And uh, as you know, this month, we're recording this in March, uh, is Women's History Month. And it seems fitting that I highlight our Women in Leadership Coaching Group. Now, if you've been around Foresight for a while, you know that we work with men and women leaders in ministry and marketplace. And, um, and so we really focus on all things leadership and culture for uh, everyone. And yet, because of being a woman in leadership, I've recognized that there's just this unique space that women sit in, that it's helpful to sometimes create these environments where women can learn from one another with other women who are peers in similar responsibilities and in their leadership journey. And so that's really the purpose of our Women in Leadership Coaching Groups, is helping just create this space where women on their leadership journey can partner up with other women and see that, hey, they're not the only one, that there are other women navigating similar dynamics in leadership. And uh, personally, I was a part of a group like this about 15 years ago, and it was really instrumental in my journey as a leader. And that's why for about the last dozen years, we've been hosting these women in leadership coaching groups to just pour into and equip women leaders. So ladies, I want to encourage you to check this out. Guys, if you're listening, I want you to be thinking about the women on your team and who might be a good fit for a leadership development opportunity like this? Because the questions we wrestle with are just do, having a proven roadmap to navigate life and leadership well. If that's you, this is a good group for you. If you wish, uh, if you just have a desire to grow and develop your leadership gifts, this is a great place for you. If you're looking for a network of like-minded women in similar roles, this is a great group for you. If you just want more practical tools that you can use to improve your life and your leadership, this is a great experience for you. The coaching group is designed as a four-month virtual experience to help you thrive in your leadership and navigate challenges with wisdom and confidence. And so we start with this four-month kind of intensive experience, right? We do some extended time in person or in virtually uh, live online. And then we have monthly group calls. We have monthly mastermind calls. And then, of course, after the four months, you actually become part of our alumni network where we have ongoing monthly calls as a group. We have an annual alumni retreat. And so while you start with this four-month intensive, you become part of the alumni, which is just ongoing, which is also super fun. I actually was at a conference this past week and I ran into five of our alumni and it was absolutely just a fun reunion to reconnect with some of the ladies who have been on the journey with us. So let's talk about who it's for. It's for women who serve in high level leadership roles in business, ministry, or nonprofit. Uh, it's for leaders who are in a season of difficulty, maybe growth or transition, that would benefit from the intensive discussion of a small focused group. And I would say like a safe place, a safe place for discussion with a small focused group. It's for leaders who are committed to the hard work of personal development that will re result in growth for yourself and those you lead. And it's for leaders who want resources, wisdom, and tools to help them be happier, more productive, and grow their influence. 
You'll hear from amazing leaders such as Deanne Turner, who was one of the senior uh, executives at Chick-fil-A. You'll hear from Joe Saxton, who is a phenomenal author and speaker and business leader herself. Allie Worthington, who is a business coach and author and speaker. Holly Tate, who's the senior vice president at Leader, which is a leadership development tool. And the amazing team of Foresight Coaches and myself are all a part of the program. So our next group begins June of 2023. And as I'm recording this, you can still get the early bird rate. So go to our website, getforesight.com, G-E-T, number four, S-I-G-H-T. And in the top right-hand corner, there's a tab for women in leadership. You can go click that, get all the details and get signed up. Join us for this next group. We are, uh, we are, uh, most recent group just started, and again, another phenomenal group of amazing women who are on a journey of growth together. So if that's you, or if you know a woman who is in a leadership role that you think would benefit from this, encourage her to go check it out. Okay, so speaking of leadership development, that's what we're going to focus on today. Because there are some really interesting things happening in the world of leadership right now. And uh, I've been kind of keeping an eye on this, paying attention to some of the trends and the shifts inside of organizations. You know, we have some big shifts happening with the generations. The boomers are starting to retire. And so um, we kind of have a mix of boomers and Gen X that are more in the senior leadership positions. And then we have both millennials and Gen Z coming in and both of them are stepping into kind of mid-level positions of leadership. And so there's some really fascinating things happening on the in the landscape of leadership. But there was a uh, study that Barna did in 2021 and a particular stat that really got my attention. They said that 82% of young adults say that society is facing a crisis of leadership because there are not enough good leaders right now. Now, I'm going to read that again because this is really important for us to hear. 82% of young adults say that society is facing a crisis of leadership because there are not enough good leaders right now. Now, friends, as somebody who has dedicated my life's work to leadership development, this is pretty sobering, right? That 82% of these young adults, millennials and Gen Z that are moving into the workplace are saying they're, we're in a crisis of leadership because there are not enough good leaders right now. And friends, I suspect that if you're listening, you have a passion as well for leadership and culture. And so this probably also gets your attention. And here's what I wrestle with, because one of my deep convictions is that leadership is sacred work. Now, you may have heard me talk about this, but when I kind of unpack leadership, leadership by definition starts with influence, right? Uh, Maxwell would say leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So when we understand leadership, we need to understand that it really starts with influence, now, that word influence means the power to change or affect something. And so listen to those words, the power to change or affect others. Like that's a big deal. Like this idea of leadership is not just about earning a position on the corporate ladder somewhere. It's really about this recognition of the influence we hold, the power that we have to change or affect the lives of those we lead. And so it is sacred work. And so if 82% of young adults say that there are no good leaders right now, 
that's telling me we're not using that influence well, right? That we're not comprehending the power we have to change or affect others and we're not being intentional with that. And so that's the thing I think has to get our attention is that we as leaders, we get the privilege of investing in the lives of others and that needs to be the way we look at leadership. That's the philosophy of leadership we need to hold. That leadership isn't a right and it isn't about just power and position. It's really a responsibility. And I think the best leaders approach leadership with a bit of a sober mentality, right? That you get this idea that leadership is really a privilege and it's a sacred responsibility. And I think as we're watching this shift and this expectation on leadership that is growing, right? Like the expectation for leadership is growing. In fact, I heard Marshall Goldsmith say on a podcast, he said, leaders are better than ever. Yet the feedback about leaders is worse than ever. The expectations for leaders have changed. That was what he was saying. And this is somebody who has decades of leadership under his belt. And he's saying, you know what? Leaders are actually better than ever. Like we've actually grown. We've actually gotten better. We've had decades worth of intentional leadership development. And so we are actually better. But the expectations are greater than ever, right? Um... And so we really have to be thoughtful and intentional about the way we're approaching leadership so we can rise to the challenge as well. We as leaders need to know and understand the significance of our influence and the power we have to change and affect the lives of those we lead. And when we lead from this understanding, we'll be better equipped to usher in an era of leadership that will rise to the expectations of those we serve. Like the people we serve have greater expectations around this because we've been talking leadership for decades and they're saying, okay, are you, are you, are you showing up the way you say, like, really, are you living into what we've declared is what leadership look like, looks like. And so guys, I think this just is an opportunity to, for us to recognize the expectations are growing, right? Like we're holding ourselves more accountable. Like toxic leadership just doesn't have a place anymore. It's just not the way people are willing to engage their work. And so we've got to be conscientious of this expectation and be intentional to really showcase the best of our leadership. Now, kind of coupled with that, an interesting thing is happening Um in that I think there's more pressure on leaders in general, and there's particularly more pressure on upcoming leaders. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But before I do, I want to highlight a conversation that I had with a leader a few months ago. I was sitting with a leader and his executive team, and it was a leader who's probably appeared to me in um, experience and like age and stage of leadership in life, right? So Gen Xer, most likely and has grown up under a great deal of leadership development like uh, perspective, right? So the era of a lot of conferences around leadership development. And so this leader who's now in senior leadership is has has uh, heard about leadership for a couple decades. And he was basically like, I'm, I'm so exhausted by leadership. Like I've heard all the leadership stuff. I've read all the leadership books. I've been to all the leadership conferences. If I never hear about leadership again, I'll be just fine, right? So he's basically burnt out on the topic. And that's, you know, you can, you can make it, uh, a judgment call on his perspective. That's not really the point of the conversation. But what I gathered from that was that he had read and studied and learned and felt like he was equipped as a leader but because he was a little tired and burnt out from it, he was missing the fact that his upcoming leaders hadn't had the same experience. 
And this is what I want to highlight for you because this is a growing issue that we're seeing in most organizations that younger leaders who are stepping into like leadership responsibility, and I'm meaning they have responsibility for managing other staff or other volunteers, right? Like they've been promoted into a position where they have positional authority in the organization. They are feeling the pressure particularly over the last few years, mid-level leaders have absorbed more responsibility either by attrition or promotion, right? Like somebody leaves your team and so you've got this other younger leader who's really doing a great job and you're like, hey, can you take this over now too? Or I'm gonna add this to your responsibility, right? Like we, we move more responsibility to them when somebody else exits or we just promote them. You know what, you oversee these two divisions, you know what, can you take on this third one? And so either by attrition or promotion, we've given some of our younger leaders more responsibility, which is generally a good thing. But in some cases, they've stepped into new roles of leadership and they've been, um, and yet they need equipping for those responsibilities, right? Like we've given them more, um, more responsibilities, but we haven't necessarily helped equip them and support them to be able to do that well. And so this is where we're seeing just phenomenal pressure on mid-level leaders within teams. A recent Harvard Business article shared this, that they said between the great resignation, a lingering pandemic, employees demanding flexibility, skyrocketing mental health challenges, a looming recession, and general uncertainty, more and more employees are turning to their direct supervisors for direction and support. So hear this employees are looking to their direct supervisor. So that that younger leader that you just promoted into more responsibility, who's now overseeing a staff of three or five of 10, whatever it might be, their, their direct reports are looking to them in the middle of all of these challenges, great resignation, lingering pandemic, employees demanding flexibility, mental health challenges, looming recession, uncertainty, employees are looking to that direct supervisor. So think of that you know, 28 year old or 32 year old who is a rock star leader for your team and you've just given them some more responsibility and everybody that reports to them is looking to them to be the solution. Um, the data goes on to say this one from a poll at Salesforce revealed that while employees once considered top executives their most trusted source of company information, now employees rate their immediate supervisor as more important to understanding the organization and its pr priorities above the executive team. So employees who once considered top executives their most trusted source, they now look to their immediate supervisor. So here again is that pressure on that young leader in that mid-level seat who's feeling the pressure of being able to respond to the needs of their team. And guys, here's the thing. We, we direct most of our leadership resources to our top leaders in our organizations. And what I want you to be hearing is this development of your mid-level leaders, the, the leaders in those those upcoming leaders in new responsibility need your support because they're feeling the pressure from their direct reports who are looking to them. Um, as recently as December 21, Gallup, uh, or, um, uh, studies confirmed what Gallup found years ago, right? We'd heard this years ago, that employees leave bad managers, not, not bad jobs. 
uh, Good Hire surveyed 3,000 American workers and they found that 82% of them said they would potentially quit their job because of a bad manager. So people don't quit jobs, they quit managers. And so again, if you put people into more management leadership positions, you've got to make sure they're well-equipped because that's going to be key to retention. If you remember from a bit ago, I talked about the importance of retention as a key trend for leaders retention matters, but you've got to make sure you've equipped your leaders to help retain staff. Because unfortunately, man- managers aren't always prepared to meet their moment because they're undertrained and overworked while tasked with leading their teams during heightened turbulence, right? Like, again, this pinch point of they're undertrained and they're overworked while they're feeling heightened turbulence and uncertainty and like shifting strategies. A research by Future Forum found that 43% of managers say they're burned out. And that's the highest of any job level. So this, again, these managers, these mid-level leaders are the most burned out group of uh, team members. And so to retain your managers and the employees who report to them, we've got to invest in their development, you guys, right? We've got to invest in the development of our leaders. And that's what I want you to hear today because we're feeling the pinch on some budget things. And so you're making conscientious decisions about you know what you might need to cut where but don't cut your leadership budget. If anything, you need to expand it so you can better equip the key leaders in your organization. Attending to these mid-level leaders in your organization, I think is one of the most critical things you can do this year to, to retain your team and to protect your culture. So I want you to be thinking today, how are you investing in the leadership development of your team this year? especially those who manage other staff or other key volunteers. How are you investing in them? What's your plan for that? And at Foresight, we have some exciting new initiatives coming up to help support you in this work because we realize most of your organizations, you're not big enough to have a leadership development team or a leadership development person who's building out your whole strategy for leadership development. But we know that we can help you with that. In fact, we have some of our coaches who do that kind of fractionally for some teams. But we've got some even more resources coming up to help you equip your leaders within your team. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be launching it in April. And uh, make sure that you're subscribed to our Insights Weekly email so that you're the first to hear about it. So I do an email once a week. It's my thoughts and ideas on leadership and culture. And we share new initiatives and we share just some other resources and things um, once a month or once a week in your inbox. So just go to getforesight.com, G-E-T, the number four, S-I-G-H-T. And um, you can find the little button there to sign up for our email newsletter and uh, you'll just be on that list and you'll be the first to know about some of these new resources that we're going to be offering. So you guys, I hope you're not discouraged by this. I just want to bring awareness to the importance of leadership development and your place in helping equip the leaders on your team. It matters. It's significant. And we need you leading well. So let me know what you thought of this episode. What resonated? Did, did, do you feel this? Is this happening for you? Like, are you feeling this pressure point in your leadership or for your some of the team members on your, on your staff? If so, tell me. I'd love to hear those stories. And to be sure you stay connected with us on Instagram, Facebook. You can find us at Get Foresight um, or at LinkedIn at The Foresight Group. Guys, I am so grateful and feel honored and privileged that you listen every week. Thank you for doing that. If you love what you hear, please go share it with a friend and also give us that five-star review. That is super helpful. It just helps kind of um, give us more exposure in the um, 
and all of those things. I don't even understand how it all works, guys, but they tell me that's what happens. And so um, if you would, it also just helps me know that you're listening and that it matters to you. So uh, keep leading well, and uh, thanks for listening today, and we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody.